Welcome to Subtle Beast, everybody. I am your host, Foltz. With me, as always, my main man and sidekick and co-host, Mr. Steve Apostolopoulos. How are you, brother? I'm fantastic. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, having a good week, and uh, I'm ready to uh, put some shows out. Uh, what, what, what have you been thinking about as far as like wanting to do or... As far as moving forward with the show, so much, so much going I know, on. There's now. so much out there. Right I now. love, I love the uh, the landscape of what there is to talk about. Just off the top of my head, uh, China landed on Mars. That's a big one. That's huge. They've been uh, circling the planet since February of. I don't know what exactly they call it, but there's like a seven-minute period of time where... They lose connection with it? Yeah, they lose connection. Seven minutes of silence or something? Yeah, yes, during the descent. But they they did it, and they made it. They touched down on the surface. They launched their rover, and there's actual footage coming back to Earth from Mars that is not uh, U.S.-based, so... Very interesting. That's cool because it gives it more of a broad perspective. Anytime you have something that far away and there's only one source that controls all of the media, it always is a little skeptical of how forthcoming that source is. But then when you get a, a second party that's involved, it totally opens up a new source of information. So we'll see exactly what's going on up there. I've seen some scrutiny going on, though, with that or posting you know side by sides well they have mars 360 on facebook there's a a, they've mapped a ton of mars if not the entire surface so we should be able to pretty much tell if it's not what it's supposed to be this is true this is true yeah man what about you what have you been up to what do you well you know not not to you know switch gears or anything but so that this weekend or this past weekend uh we went out to get some food, get some to eat, and then afterwards we thought, "Hey, why don't we swing by, you know, Mickey D's, and get a uh, an ice cream cone?" Trust me, I know Mickey D's, man. I have a six year old. Yeah, so I mean, and, and you know, this is the time of year now. You know, it's, we're in we're in May, going to be in June soon. You know, the summer season. Everybody wants to get a nice ice cream cone, but we went there. And of course, you know, trying to be the good dad, we're going for ice cream cones. We get there, and guess what? Oh, I know. I'm sure you do. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, our machines are currently down. Uh, well, how come that always be is the case? So I, I mean, it's even it's even joked about on uh, on late night talk shows, and uh, there's tons of memes out there actually too. Like, I've seen the memes. You know, just poking fun. We're out. Well, you're always out. Yes. So, not to take away from all the awesome stuff that's going on with you know the rover on mars and uh and the possibility of us going back to the moon soon and all that we're going to take a different avenue today and we're actually going to talk about what's going on with all these ice cream machines at these mcdonald's locations um it's very very interesting when i first started looking into this i thought uh is this going to be boring is this going to be you know some easy resolve or people just being lazy but the more we looked into it 
I was like, wow. So I remember sharing some information with Steve, and I was like, look into this material. I think that we may have a show here, and I'm just here to tell you guys. If you hang with us, you're going to find out that there's a lot of corruption that's going on with why these machines are always down. And we say it many, many times on this show, follow the money. Well, we're going to show you. We're going to show you the path of the money during this and why these are always down. You know, Fultz, uh, Subtle Beast always loves the, the PSAs, the public service announcements, uh, just bringing things to light that maybe the ice cream machine being down. Something nefarious going on. Oh, yes. This is where um, it, it, a lot of the memes ended up coming from is this guy creating this app. But uh, he also then did um, you know, a side-by-side of all the McDonald's on the map were red. And then he did one where the uh, ice cream machines were down. And in, in a lot of circumstances, it would come out to be anywhere between 10 and 13% of all McDonald's across the USA on, a, on any given day that these ice cream machines are down. Now, if you know anything about making a profit for your uh, self-owned business, 13% is not a good goal to be shooting. A lot of uh, people that have looked into this. Um, Steve, do you want to add anything before? Well, I, have you ever had the McFlurry? I have. Uh, I think those things are awesome. They are delicious. I'll give um, them that. Have you ever had, what is Wendy's called? The... Uh, Frosty. Have you ever had a Frosty? Uh, you like to dip French fries in Frosty. <laughs> they're they're good too. I don't. They're not. I mean, they're no. Um, they're not supposed to be like a McFlurry. They're they're their own thing. Burger King. I don't know if I've ever really had a dessert from Burger King before. I think they have one though. I think I don't think I have ever had it, but I think they have like a fifty cent ice cream cone. Oh, interesting. It's probably like a mini. And then what else is there? Really, I mean, Chick Fil A. Oh, yeah. Chick-fil-A has ice cream. Chick-fil-A. And I, I don't know. Those are probably the main Arby's, ones yeah, on the East Coast. but None of the chicken joints. Like There's no KFC. The Taco Bell doesn't have an ice cream. I, I think, I, maybe they do. I don't think that that sounds very good. <laughs> Taco's an ice cream. Unless it would be like fried ice cream. You know, Mexican Oh, that style. would be cool. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of... There's a lot of uh, subjectivity to it. Like, some places have these machines. Some places don't. So, um, let's but, let's jump in and see... Right, because now, what happened when a lot of people started questioning why these machines are always done? You know, people are calling corporate and this, that, and the other thing because they're up in arms. They're kids. I mean, there's videos of kids that are crying because their parents told them that they were going to McDonald's and now that the machine's down. So they claim to have done uh, a big analysis and looked into it. Now, what this big analysis ended up revealing quote unquote it wasn't actually a revelation it was more of a a band-aid on a gunshot wound what they said was oh it's not broken it's just it takes four hours for the cleaning cycle to go through so if you go there and they say oh it's down right now they're saying that oh it's just running its uh cleaning cycle right now which people weren't buying that because what you end up finding out if you would do a side-by-side of, um, well, Wendy's, they have the same ice cream machines, and they're never down. And Chick-fil-A uses the same ones as well from a company named Taylor. Now, 
why does Wendy's and or and or Chick-fil-A, how come theirs aren't going? That doesn't sound right at all because within the research that we found, most McDonald's franchises, they run that cleaning cycle at the end of the night. So because it has to heat up the tank by lunch hour, they'll be able to serve ice cream. Maybe Wendy's is better at scheduling. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if you would ask Wendy's, they would say the same thing. They have uh, uh, when people have asked them on camera, why is it that uh, your machines, since they're the same, aren't down? And they say, oh, because we're cleaner than McDonald's. See, this big analysis, almost like AKA propaganda that was put out by these companies, McDonald's and, and Taylor, which we'll get into further, you know, people was just pushing that rhetoric. But uh, luckily, there's a, a lot more to it. And Steve, what do you got? What do you want to add? Well, I mean, I've done a lot of cooking in my day and I clean my uh, utensils or whatever it is that I use my equipment every time I use it. Like we just did a deep fried chicken and afterwards the fryer that I use gets, you know, Dawn soap detergent. Yeah. I always dip everything down in Dawn. I always scrub everything off. I put my stuff away super clean. So I know how it is to clean equipment. And a four-hour cleaning cycle is a long cleaning cycle. That is an extremely long cleaning cycle because, and well, what they're what they're finding out is happening is well. Before I even say that, the um, if you own one of these McDonald's, you have to take the uh, the brunt of, and by brunt I mean the expense. If this particular or your particular machine goes down for whatever reason, now why I say goes down for any reason. These ice cream machines that have uh, been 1% shy of being complete, the employee and or owner of that store, they won't know what the issue is because on the McDonald's machines, it just pops up with some like, uh, you know, computer code or like error crypt- code. Yeah, cryptic. Yeah. And so they don't even know what they should do or, uh, you know, and so... 13% nationwide are down every day. If that's solely, well, not necessarily solely, but a, a joint venture for decades, even back as far as like McDonald's even got started. I got the, the model number here. It's the C602, and it's made for McDonald's only. Right. Both Taylor and McDonald's are out of Illinois, and they're only miles apart from each other. Right. Right. So you sign a, if you want to, uh, if you want to own one of these McDonald's, you have to uh, sign a McDonald's agreement saying that you'll use only McDonald's products and what products that they say that you should be using in your store. So in, but in 2003, uh, a new ice cream machine machine by Taylor came out and all the owners of the McDonald's across. So you figure, okay, well now it's 2003. We're going to get this new saw or, uh, uh, software with maybe a new machine, everything's going to run great. That's not, doesn't seem to be the case. It just keeps getting worse. And why? Well, with owner's agreements, a lot of times what you'll have is a selection of a few. So you get one, two, three options to buy a fryer or a machine that you use specifically for cooking those products. And the products are specific as well. You may only have one or two French fry manufacturers that you can use. You may have to only use one. And in this case, it is the only selection that you can use that is um, that will not void your owner agreement with McDonald's as a franchise owner. Right. So what we, what we were finding out... You know, only be exclusive to McDonald's. 
why why aren't they why are the codes so encrypted so that you can't figure them out well most of the owners well if not all that were asked during a panel of uh what do you do when these go down they simply say and i quote you call the guy just call the guy and by call the guy it means an authorized service tech from taylor and see taylor's the only company that can maintain or fix or access at all or access at all and if you would try and use some other repair agency you could lose your warranty and you could also lose your franchise with mcdonald's but here's the thing so taylor makes these machines and they're the only ones that are allowed to work on them now if you're a personal owner of mcdonald's you're going to be paying this service tech just to come out and for the first 30 minutes, $144. Dang, that is $288 an hour. Well, it even goes up even more because after that initial thing. Gosh, it's 75 bucks every 15 minutes. Right. So you're, you end up paying thousands with no resolve and you never get any further instructions. Now, some people would say, well, why don't you just obtain a, uh, you know, like a maintenance manual? for this Taylor machine people have and it doesn't have anything in there on how to translate the codes if there's something that even mentions the codes it says you know call the maintenance guy but here's something else that you should be really uh, in the know about 25% of Taylor's revenue is from servicing and parts for its ice cream machines so what does that tell you exactly well, you know what? I would think that if you did call the guy, the guy would probably get your machine up and running pretty quickly. Like he would probably be able to come in, clear the codes, take a cup full of the liquid out of the top, and get you back up and running in the, in that first 15 minutes or 30 minutes. He says, it's not like he's going to be sitting there for four hours with wrenches, like taking your ice cream machine apart. No, but... If you're getting paid $144 for every 30 minutes for the company of Taylor, now unplug the machine, plug it back in. Now wait 15 minutes to see, you know, I mean, just another way to accrue an expense because this relationship between McDonald's and Taylor wasn't one made necessarily in heaven, maybe for them, but for not only the consumer, but the owners of the McDonald's, it almost seems like a relationship made in hell. And... Taylor is exclusive to McDonald's. They you you have to sign a contract when you when you own one or when you buy one saying you're only going to be using Taylor products. I see here that there is a a code called heat cycle failed. Right, that's the the number one uh, thing that usually pops up because you run this four hour cycle and then heat cycle failed or whatever, but you don't know. At what percentage? Did I only miss it by like a fraction of a degree or did it did it mess up in the first 10 minutes of the four-hour cycle? You don't know, but the guy can find out for right, you. Right, you can find out real quick. Just call the guy. You, yeah, you, you totally can. Now, Taylor has uh, updated software several times, but it never gives clear instructions again. It just gives uh, cryptic error codes, pictures, and icons that are not set up for success. And what we mean by that is if you would look at a Taylor ice cream machine in in a McDonald's in 2021, not only if it's down, are you going to see an encrypted code that uh, probably a Taylor repairman probably couldn't even read, but there's like a picture of a snowflake. I guess that's supposed to mean cold. There's a picture of, uh, I don't even know what. There's just a flavor button. Yeah, just a bunch of icons. Now, how are a bunch of adults that are supposed to be working in a fast food industry 
supposed to do anything fast when they interpret uh, computer code on the fly and they don't even know what picture they're looking at. I mean, it just seems like McDonald's and Taylor set up 25% of their businesses as a way to just make money for them. Meanwhile, keeping the very people that they're supposed to be supplying with, like they say in their transcripts, if they write back to you, they're delicious treats. Well, this doesn't seem very delicious. They, there are owners that say that they've had to call service technicians out four or five times in the first three months of business. That is obnoxious. I mean, if for the, the ice cream machine, for the ice cream machine, just because people are and you know, Taylor, they have no incentive to improve this system. Why would they? I mean, what would be the incentive for you to do this when 25% of your revenue is coming from your service tech industry? You're, You're really, not doing anything. You really have incentive to make it worse. Absolutely. I see here that a Taylor technician at one point felt that way. Right. Felt that they they had just come out with a new version of their software. Right. And this employee felt so strongly that it made the machine less durable. It made the machine have more error codes that he posted a video of himself stating all of these things on the internet, folks. Yeah. Yeah. And not only that, once it was out, the McDonald's Corp and Taylor, well, they had it taken down. So why would they do that if he posing like what's going on with these machines? If it's just a simple ice cream machine that just the hopper gets filled or you don't clean it as often, why would McDonald's Corporation or Taylor want it taken taken down? They asked him that and down in the comments section, because the video came down, the comments section was still live. They there was a question that came in and it said, Why did you take your video down? And he was able to reply, he just said the system has defeated me. Yep. The long arm of the of, of the top 1% oligarchs of the of the world because uh you know having a bad product is incentive for McDonald's and Taylor. They 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 make millions of dollars. Corporation, yeah, the corporation not the owners. No, no, not the independent owners of the McDonald's. Now, could you imagine if you own like four or five McDonald's franchises? One or two of yours is going to fall into that. Yeah, you want a bad day, you could have three machines down. And all roads lead to, guess what? Call the guy. Calling the guy. Now, here was, there was a, this was an interesting stat. 99.999669% is how often your product should work. And a downtime of 13 to 15% is horrible and dang near bankruptcy all manufactured products so that's every piece of equipment from every other company is down less than one percent mcdonald percent if that's not screaming out that there's an issue i don't know what is yeah exactly well we're not the only ones that feel that way because the uh, mcdonald's ice cream machine software had actually been hacked and there was a guy uh I, I don't know if it's his real name, but he was going, he was saying his name was Jeremy. Now, he created uh, software for these uh, Taylor ice cream machine, machines through uh, his company, Kitsch, and uh, that it really helped employees be able to um, fix their McDonald's ice cream machine. What he came out with uh, was a software loaded on a jump drive. Now, I don't know what he was charging for it, but I think that it would probably be reasonable. A lot more reasonable than calling the guy all the time. Kitsch got so popular that uh, recent uh, at a recent conference, 
somebody from the McDonald's corporation, they had endorsed the product, but then all of a sudden, Kitsch was banned. And uh, in your, if you were told, if you use this Kitsch product, you're going to lose your McDonald's warranty and it will expire. And uh, Kitsch was blacklisted from, from the McDonald's corporation. Right. Kitsch had just a simple apparatus you could plug right into your Taylor ice cream machine. And instead of having that cryptic code come up to tell a technician could train your employees to avoid that situation happening again it was really genius software it was um but then it was uh blacklisted because it was just too good yeah it was way too good but of course the greedy fashion of big evil companies like this with stuff that they're doing um when mcdonald's was contacted and asked well why would you blacklist kitsch when they're giving your not only your employees but your owners of your franchise uh, repair times within minutes because they can interpret and know what's going on and know how to handle and fix the ice cream machine, why would you blacklist it? And you know they went through their whole rhetoric of you know we, we care about our customers and you know blah blah blah. But what they ended up saying at the bottom of the response was ultimately it's because we're coming out with our own software. Now, this own software that they wanted to put out, or I think it, it may be out in the next couple months, um, it's being created by a company named Powerhouse Dynamics. Now, who do you think owns Powerhouse Dynamics, Steve? I would assume that it's the same parent company that owns Taylor. It's Taylor. Taylor owns Powerhouse Dynamics. So they took a product that was fantastic, working really well, getting a problem solved, and made it obsolete, made it not, not a factor, and then brought out an inferior product of their own by the same parent company that made the initial problem to start with. Yep, because this new device, this new software that's, that was created by Powerhouse, again, owned by Taylor, the new device, it blocks employees back out, forcing you to call the guy once again. So, I mean, it's just a roundabout. See, old companies was what we what we found in our research old companies they're afraid of being out teched you know because of they like business the old way so what do they have to do to protect their empire is well they have a system right here where if you want to own a mcdonald's if you want to be an entrepreneur well you're going to sign here on the dotted line and you're going to do what mcdonald's tells you to do you're going to use the text that we tell you to use you're going to buy the equipment from the companies that we tell you to and uh what does that do? It creates control because $315 million a year is made by servicing McDonald's ice cream machines. Servicing ice cream machines. Yeah, the ice cream machine racket is something that you would not see on paper if you were looking at uh, business analytics on what you're going to cost to get up and running. You're looking at what the in the fryers are going to cost you're looking at what the the ice cream machine is going to cost these are hidden costs that are not going to show up for you because these companies are making tons of money off them they want to keep them hidden right i mean i got in my advice if you're going to want to own a fast food restaurant do one that uh that the machines that taylor supply aren't uh created to help uh, help you fail exactly buy a wendy's buy a chick-fil-a buy uh in and out burger i mean because these machines again they're they're up and operating 99.99966 percent of the time 
Oh, and, well, Kitsch isn't going to take this lying down. Kitsch is suing McDonald's in the coming months because of them being blacklisted from... I mean, that's free enterprise. I mean, and that that's just... A, I know I've said this already, but that's an oligarchy. Just taking control. You can't do what you want when you run your own business. You don't own that. We do. We're going to tell you. Let me tell you something. You'd be better off creating your own business. Deeper than calling the guy. Yes, it seems like... Everything that goes wrong with one of these ice cream makers, you have to call the guy for, and and things of this nature occur. It's our responsibility as consumers to point that out, to do some research, to get to the bottom of it, and then to make demands and hold the company accountable for that and say, look, it's not right that we're not getting our product when we want it from you're advertising McDonald's as being a place that I can go to get an ice cream cone, to get a McFlurry, to get these products. And when I get there, you don't have them. And I don't like that. Yeah. And if it it shouldn't need to be something that you as the owner aren't aware of, of, of how to fix, repair, or uh, find a resolve. Fettle Beast launched when we were going over our sound equipment and all of our tech. We had to bring in a guy, but we only had to bring him in once. We made sure that we knew what he was talking about. We wrote down, we took notes, and then from there on out, well, Subtle Beast was sound efficient. And uh, that's how every business, it makes zero sense to me that you wouldn't want not only your business, your name as McDonald's, a huge corporation, to know that you're the fastest in the business. You're never down, but you're actually down 13 to 15% of the time on an ice cream treat with summer right around the corner. And these are facts. This isn't just some conspiracy theory yeah, that all this can be looked up. That somebody, you know, came up with and put out there on some social somewhere. This is actually happening. It's happening and more people need to know about this. More owners of the corporation or, or, or of the individual franchises need to know this because I'm sure they're left in the dark because if you're being controlled by McDonald's in every avenue some most of if you just got into the mcdonald's business you're probably like oh yes uh, we're they're getting their own tech and now we'll be able to read these error codes or whatever no 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 it's gonna make it worse because gosh 2003 was the last time these ice cream machines these new ones were made they're gonna probably come out with some new ones that are gonna be even worse they probably don't even have a hopper on top <laughs> it, it offends me and i have to say this taylor Shame on you. Yep, shame on you. Shame on you both because without without either of them, they wouldn't be able to, you know, for the lack of a better term, and I apologize, screw the owner of the uh, of the establishment. You should be wanting him to succeed so then he does what? He buys another franchise from you, and then that one succeeds. But they don't care about that. They care about their, their bottom line, and uh, it's disgusting. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not happy about it. I got all fired up over it. Uh, yeah, I know. I mean, it was just one of these things when we came across this information, we were just like, yeah, we got to do a podcast on this. And uh, and this has been going on for like a, for like a month. And so we're finally able to, uh, you know, put our info out there. You know, this might not have been the uh, the longest podcast that we were done, but we felt that it was important to get this information out so that when you go this summer, if you have children and they say, uh the machine's down, you know to just say, call the guy or call Kitsch. Yeah, put attach your Kitsch device. It's called a uh, connectivity device. Uh, you could probably download it and fix that ice cream machine for yourself. Go back later on that night and have an ice cream cone. Yeah, 
and uh, run the cleaning cycle. Make sure the hopper is not too filled. Ask for a comment card. Yeah, definitely. And just write stuff like bring back Kitsch or fire the guy. If enough comment cards get turned in and go directly to corporate, then it'll get changed. The only thing that changes stuff like that is not only the people reaching out, but you as a consumer. Quarterly bo- or their quarterly bottom line, if it's a little shallow, they're going to investigate why. And uh, that's the money is really all that ever changes these big evil corporations that are just out to screw us. I like it, folks. All right. Well, hopefully this was good information, something that you didn't know very much about. I know it was new to us, and we wanted to get it out to you, but uh, it was a good time. But until next time, I'm Foltz. And I'm Steve. And we'll see you next time. Take care of one another. Bye-bye.